Welcome to episode number 14. I'm your host Sebastian Engstrom and today Lalo and Gloria from Huaya Camp join us. They are based in Tulum, Mexico. They are a glamping resort that is focused on your well-being, elevating it from a spiritual perspective, physical and mental, I mean even emotional. I did a Temescal, phenomenal. I mean some of the clearest times most, I mean you feel cleansed. So that is a Mexican you can say indigenous sauna and drumming, I mean, incredible. As well as the organic food, as well as just, I mean, the entire experience in a beautiful setting. So we talk about how it all came about, Gloria's past uh, and her story, as well as Lalo's past and his story. I mean, it's some pretty dark stuff and it's amazing how they have evolved it, how we all can do, make our greatest pain our greatest treasure and transform that and help that and bring that out as medicine in this world. If you find this message and this show to speak to you, if previous episodes speak to you, please help us out so we can spread this message to more people. Hit five stars on Apple, scroll down, five stars. This helps us tremendously. If you're on another platform too, subscribe, like, whatever you are inclined to do, this is the good deed of the day that really helps us. So thank you for doing such. And if you haven't checked out the CrossFit programs that we have, we have one methodical CrossFit program and one gymnastics CrossFit program. I do them myself, I build them myself, and they are actually very progressive, structured, methodical, hence the name, but you get results. And this is rare sometimes with CrossFit because you do repetitive motions, but you do variety of things every single week so you don't get better. This has a lot of structure of a strength program so you see the improvements you see the skill improvements so you feel like you're getting stronger because you actually are and you get shredded ha. it's amazing check it out safina all caps 15 for 15 percent off and i will be there to help you coach you throughout the journey in the app with videos with instructions check it out enjoy the conversation with lalo and gloria welcome gloria welcome lalo. thank you incredible to have you here and uh thank you i'm in a, a different state after the tamascal <laughs> yesterday <laughs> it was uh something else i've done a thing or two uh to challenge myself and that was definitely one where i felt super confident going into it <laughs> <laughs> and uh speak about being humble mm. and being feeling unity like never before mm. uh, and it's interesting especially when we put up all walls when we go out in society and especially in such a beautiful place like Tulum um, a lot of what has come up for me has been uh, comparison a lot of heavy ego a lot of being on the beach you see everyone in their bikinis in their swimsuits and it's just be becomes comparison it's a very it's a sexual energy but it also becomes of uh, especially from a masculine side oh I am the alpha male I'm better than you you and you but when it really comes down to hey like it's all better when we're all unified when we're all just hey I see you and I love you you're amazing just the way you are like you go brother you go sister mm -hmm. and instead of giving someone the mean face of thinking well I'm 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 better than you so that is also every time we come back here and what is here 
is a very special place. It's called Huayacam. I, I hope I, I pronounced that correctly. That's correct. Yeah. Very it's much. A sanctuary. And that is really where I feel like I can let go of those things. Um, I've been to a few different hotels, a few different places, and the energy is different. And I get very sucked into any energy really that I go into. And this is where I find a lot of peace. Uh, I find myself being calm. I find myself getting a true break. So you've, you've created something very special here. And thank you for, for having done that. Then maybe you can go into how this came about. How did Hawaii came, come about in the very first place? Absolutely. I'll be delighted. First of all, thank you very much, Sebastian, for allowing me to uh, express me and Gloria and, and be here and, and share a little bit of what life has been for us in the past few years. Um, big mo movement inner movement, you know, bigger re realization, personal realizations about who I am, about my journey, and about what may lie ahead in, in, in light of um, new decisions and, and, and you know, new, new, uh, a new path, a new journey, no? Um, well, um, in, in, in a personal level, I was um, not in a very good place when I came to Tulum. I actually came uh, looking for a, a, a way out, escape. Yeah. Um, I was caught in a very long relationship, uh, uh, which uh, my very own um, ideas kept me bonded to, uh, thinking uh, what I needed to do as, uh, as opposed to what I should be doing for myself and, 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 and through that maybe, you know, be a better person for, for my family and, and for the people around me. And so I was in a, in a, in a place of uh, despair and, and uh, a, dark, a dark moment in my life. Um, I was living out of the country and and uh, and I couldn't get it going. I, I tried many different things, uh, a career change, a geographical change, a, uh, a way of life, uh, and nothing really happened. How did your career start? What uh, did you do well, I made a career in telecommunications mm -hmm. for a long time. I was I was in Mexico City uh, um, doing through the. Uh, very beginning of the digital revolution, if you would, in telecom. Um, you know, we went from telegraph and, and, and you know, uh, analog communications to the beginning of electronic communication and soon thereafter the digital revolution. So we ended up go doing, uh, you know, the very beginning of fax and, and PBXs, you know, switches, mm -hmm. telephone switches. and. Um, and it was obviously a very good career, it, you know, it, the world embraced this new wave of technology and, and applications to everyday lives and, and businesses and, and I was right on top of the wave and, you know, we, we had a, uh, a family business and I grew up on that, I, uh, I excelled, I loved it um, and it was good. But it was it was fierce. It was very competitive. It was intense, and 
and always there was a a demand of performance, a demand of 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 doing better, doing the right thing, getting done, uh, getting the task done. Um, you know, and and throughout my life, I always thought that that was the only way that I could be. You know, I I, I thought that I would um, I would grow from that. You know, that through that achievement in my in my uh, professional life the rest will fall down uh, down to me and and well that never happened needless to say uh, I I gained uh, success relative success you know I, ha I have always had a good life but uh, but not a happy life not a free life you know um, I ended up falling on down to uh, 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 victim to the disease of addiction. I've always had a, a, a proclivity to to substance abuse, and uh, and that way of life, of a lot of pressure, did not help in any way. So I ended up doing um, um, heavy substance abuse, and uh, well, that just made it way worse. As, as you could possibly imagine, uh, um, it was it was very harsh. It was harsh for me and harsh for my family. Um, I never stopped working. I, I didn't hit a rock bottom per se, as we see in, other, in others. But the suffering was there. The suffering I inflicted on, upon myself and others was was there and was real. And you know, the disease of addiction is 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 very problematic. It's it, it's a social cancer and, and, and I was deep in it. And uh, so later in life, uh, about eight years ago, I found uh, recovery through a 12-step program. Um, I, I, I sought out the help for myself, you know, because I, I basically wanted to die because I felt that nothing was good enough, you know. I wasn't able to stop using, I wasn't able to, to make people happy, I wasn't able to make myself happy. Uh, everything was uh, confusing and, 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 and convoluted and, and very, very uh, taxing on me. So, um, already in recovery, already with certain amount of clean time, I decided to move out of the country with the whole family um, because I wanted to give my my children a a a, a better life, you know, a, a, not a better life because we always had a good life, but a um, a peek at something else, at something different, uh, a, you know, a, a change. So we ended up moving to uh, the U.S. Um, and I got there, and I things just got worse for me because I was it was worse in the sense that I was not using. And I was still miserable, you know, and making people miserable around me. And it was very hard. It was, it was, it was again something really hard. And um, after a three-year um, period in, in the U.S., uh, I decided that I needed to do something, you know. And, uh, and that's when uh, something magical started happening because uh, I started coming back to Mexico. Um, since a long time ago, about 14 years ago, I, I, I ended up buying this small property here in, in Tulum, downtown Tulum, um, thinking that eventually, so at one point, I would 
retire here. You know, because I've, I've known Tulum since 30 years ago and, you know, back in the day when we were doing telecommunications and we were doing a rural telephony. This was a rural community back then. Yeah. So we ended up connecting it with via uh, radio waves to, 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 the, to the grid, no? to the network. Um, uh, so I started coming to see my property and trying to gather my marbles, if you would, you know, trying to, to, to make sense of whatever was left, you know, and trying to find purpose. Um, and that's when it began, you know, uh, four years ago, I started coming every two months and then uh, every month. And then uh, I didn't want to leave. And then at one point, I, it was clear to me that, well, you know, the calling is there. Why are you forcing yourself to fit in to a structure and and programming that it does not serve you? Sure. It and clearly does not work for others either, because this is chaos. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not good to be suffering, and 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 through that, provoking suffering on 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 the people you love. So um, I came here. I started a different project. I started a organic chicken farm out there in the jungle. Uh, very sustainable, very, very beautiful concept. Uh, and it did take off. It was, it was great, but, uh, but it was not my calling. You know, I thought it for a little while that it was something that I could be doing, but now it's, um, it didn't just cut it for me. Um, then a friend of mine, uh, also in recovery, showed me a uh, beautiful path in, in exploration, in archaeology. Mm. And I've been the um, busy mind that I've, that I've always had. Uh, I thought, hey, we could make a business model out of this because this is incredible. You know, the riches in the Yucatan, in the, specifically in the Oriental Mayan coast, the, the Mexican Caribbean, you know, all these beautiful sites and history and and the and the, and the Mayan culture, which is incredible. It's it's a treasure. It's a treasure of humanity. We have so many sites and so such a long period of of, of um, cultural buoyancy with 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 uh, that history that um, I was immersed for. A good year of my life and it was amazing we were exploring out there we were taking people um, high-end visitors customers to very remote secluded sites and we would treat them and 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 they were very happy and and we would dive and explore the cenotes and and it was it was a magnificent time in my life but um, I couldn't escape entirely my reality my realities that I still have back then I had teenagers now they're all in college but I need to support that that yeah. responsibility and and that was just not a good way to go about it mm. so um, um, I uh, a, a neighbor of, of the property this property that that we had uh, um, offered to sell and you know that made sense because you know we would enlarge the property and we would connect it to the avenue and have dual entrances in the property and and it's such a beautiful space with fruit trees all over that's why it's called waya by the way the waya it's a it's a fruit it's a caribbean fruit it's a, a fruit of northern south america central and, and southern mexico and the caribbean islands um it's a tree uh, called mamon in some other countries or mamoncillo and it's relative 
to the lychees. Mm -hmm. And it's very sweet and very delicious and it grows beautifully here, but you know, the karstic uh, rock, mm -hmm. it's very, very healthy for, for that plant and it grows beautiful and you know, there, it's all over around us and we get fruit four months a year, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, unbelievable amounts. Yeah. <laughs> It's very complicated to pick it up, actually. The, uh, it's very abundant. And so it, it only seemed reasonable to call the project Waya Camp. Sure. Because, you know, this is really what it is. It's, it, 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 it's a natural abundance of the place, you know. Sure. So um, I, I, uh, this, was, this was a nightmare, you know, the land that we got because these people used to work in, in engines and, and fixing diesel engines and it was a ecological disaster, you know, they, they did not respect a lot the, 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 the land, you know. Um, so it took us six months to, to, to cleanse and, and remediate yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the, the property, um, but we did it with a with a clear commitment of, of, of something, you know, um, I, we didn't have in mind that it was going to be a camp. Yeah. We didn't have in mind that it was going to be a, a, a glamping. You know, we were thinking maybe, you know, traditional construction, high density, making money. You know, that, that drive that I still persisted in my life about more, 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 yeah. you know, getting somewhere without purpose, without meaning, without really something be besides just the sheer need to, to ownership, to, yeah. to, to declaring myself, you know, successful above anyone else or, or above my own or my, 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 uh, my, my, uh, uh, my predecessors. So um, in the meantime, while we were um, remediating the, the uh, the the uh, the mess here um i started falling in love with the with the land with the trees with the birds with nature with the animals you know with the people mm -hmm. that would come um so i figured okay um we're gonna need a little bit of time for permits and project and financing so i better get something going in financially because you know, I have responsibilities. So I said, I have another piece of land in Tulum nearby in the jungle, in the tall jungle, in a, in a commoner's land called uh, Francisco Mai. So I figured, okay, I can do something here and then take it later to Francisco Mai mm. while we build something of brick and mortar, no? Yeah. Um, and so I Googled and I figured that there was these things called jerts. Never been to one, never heard of one, just, you know, never stepped into one. Just, you know, I, it made sense, you know. I said, well, if these societies in, in Mongolia and all over the, the far parts of the world, you know, Afghanistan, now they're all over the place. Turkey, they're very popular in North America, in Europe. You know, a lot of people are doing glamping with this and even tiny homes, you know, they, they live in, in yurts. I said, well, it, it, it makes sense, you know, we can build it and then we can take it somewhere else while the project develops, the, mm -hmm. the, the original idea developed. Um, well, I found out who was doing that in Mexico and uh, I had an idea, I had a concept. I figured, 
what we have a lot of here is uh, it's the jungle so there is a lot of uh, natural materials mm -hmm. pertaining yeah. to this part of the world and uh, I figured okay instead of buying rectified wood you know like the traditional sourcing of, of the wood we could use the natural sticks mm -hmm. because these the, the the wood that we use here are from this land most of it came from here what we could collect from here mm -hmm clearing the, the the patches of jungle that we needed to do uh, the the foundations for the for the jerts and uh, and whatever we couldn't there is plenty of out there yeah. um, and I said you know that we and it's very sustainable because the sticks are very young you know we used only three to five year old uh, trees mm. so they you know they and the jungle is beautiful it it, it recuperates you know yeah. And we didn't use heavy, heavy uh, wood at that, uh, or at a minimum at least. So we had that source of materials, and then uh, we had the people that had had experience doing it. Um, a young kid from Mexico City was doing uh, temporary housing for for people in Oaxaca, in the state of Oaxaca, in the Pacific, in the Mexican Pacific, that needed support because of uh, the earthquakes out there wiped their homes. So they were doing yurts with natural materials and, and PVC tubing, and they were getting very creative at allowing these families to have shelter, temporary shelter. So I found out about him, I contacted him, he, I invited him over, he came, he said, it's doable, yes, we can do it. So that's where it all began. Um, okay, I said, well, we don't need so many of them, we only need a few because this is gonna be temporary, right? So you know we're gonna get a few going and from there we move on um, I started with two in mind then I realized that it was not cost-efficient you know because just infrastructure you power um, uh, sanitary uh, hydraulics all that did not make sense so uh, then I moved to four then my brother who has partnered with me in many 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 times um, chose to uh, he came by he he uh he came by to visit and he said i love the project i love the concept i love the idea why don't you let me in and it made sense so i said sure let's make it a little bigger so we moved to eight um and two little apartments that we have we have here um as as uh, as an airbnb type of model uh, uh, because this was the built already uh construction that uh, the previous owners had had and but it was in ruins it was really really bad it was not nice you know like I said they were they were not very respectful of, of the land so we've um, in and I know there's plenty more to share yes sorry yes uh, there is a very unique feel to the aesthetics that mm. can't be depicted right now it's just gorgeous the entire property um, not to name any names, I was, I was at another property around the corner, not the same. You can tell that the hurricane came through and was never cleaned up. So um, even beach properties, it's, it's very much about beach properties and anyone who has been to a resort or anything around, you can say any beach resort, any tropical destination, this, this feels like you are part of the jungle uh, while you're still part of a uh, 
you're not having tarantulas crawl on you or scorpions uh, crawl on the floor. There might be some. I haven't experienced any. I experienced there that are. Too. Believe yeah, me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but maybe not as common. You still get that civilized um, feel and, and very a classy, a, uh, a mystical feel. But it's it's a very it's an elegant feel to it that you've created here. And some of the other properties, um, you can you can tell that it's very aimed towards all right how do we make the most money and it's a very different message that comes through here yes uh, it's a very different feel and what you're speaking to too with the tele telecommunications being in silicon valley and, and having spent the last six years there and having been in that career for five years in it i i i have a friend that i can think of specifically who's in his 50s that got really into so they call it the the 2000 bust or the bubble the, the burst and with the, with the IT bubble and he said that yeah what's happening right now in Silicon Valley was nothing like before when it came to the partying and amount of drugs and amount mm. of how hard everyone went at it like people never thought it was going to end or the money was never going to run out eventually everything just popped and um, a lot of people were left in a very difficult situation and so I want to honor and commend you for being able you. to to be here where you are today and they created you. where you are they created this and, and following that curiosity or that sense of um, vision yeah a vision mm -hmm. there's something that keeps driving you and you, you I, I commend you for for listening to that thank you because that can be um, very difficult and I think that's a message that a lot of people are facing and can choose to listen to now with COVID where so many people's lives are getting uprooted either by their jobs not being there you being furloughed um, if you have someone being getting sick or even passing away there's so much change so how do you how do you how do you listen to that small still voice inside um, and i think your story depicts that in, in such a beautiful way and the connection that i've had and how we've spoken, Gloria, I know you embody that truly. Uh, even from the yoga class t today, um, being on the sidelines, unfortunately, um, today, but, but listening to it and hearing you speak to how you speak to these yoga um, traditions are in this area, but also experiencing the Temescal with you. Uh, there is one thing to go into a Temescal, to be humble, to be the maestro, which was fantastic by the way who, who led the ceremony but you have this you've done it so many times and still you have this fiery like <laughs> all right this is how we're gonna do it and you but still you trust you 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 instill trust right away mm. and you listen like you're an incredible leader from that perspective still you 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 blend that in with a softer more of a uh, divine feminine of sorts definitely more feminine yes <laughs> and i know definitely there's, yes. so there's there's how how did maybe uh weaving that in and spiraling that in with with lala's story and then we'll tie it in later on how how did you come about to be here at Waya camp today wow that's a good one it is, <laughs> um how did i come to tulum and here at Waya camp so I actually first came to Tulum many years ago. I think it was uh, 2013, maybe. And I had stayed at a resort not too far away. It was an all-inclusive, and I was with the boyfriend at the time. And I was 
And at that point in time, I was going through a lot of transformations. Um, I had come to the realization, I was working through my therapist and we had a breakthrough um, with uh, me being raped and me being abused. And it was during that period in time that we had decided to come to Tulum to kind of take a breather, but also it was also his birthday. Um, and the magic of Tulum, of what Tulum is and does to you when it's here, is it shows you your true self or it asks you if you're willing to listen what are you doing with your life and what is your purpose at least that was the message that Tulum gave me and I think that's what a lot of what Tulum does when it, when you come here and you spend a good amount of time here it, it really gets to the blueprint and really gets to the core of like what is your purpose what is your mission what are you really here to do and so in that, you know, five day span of, you know, living that all inclusive, which I really don't like. Mm. I'm not an all inclusive girl at all. Uh. Um, but either way, it gave me that like exposure to Tulum that I needed, right? That little bit of what the energy here has. And I was like, I need to come back here. Mm. But it was more so of like, I need to come back to Mexico. Mm. Like Mexico is where I need to be. Fast forward many years later, I'm still working through my um, my traumas, and still to this day, I'm working daily with them. Mm. You know, they come up in in various different ways. You know, I think it's one thing. Um, I think as a woman, and and I think this comes. What I think what I guess should. I think what comes to me in that sense is like. One in every five women is raped, right? And I don't think that's something that we really talk about a lot. And um, did not know the number was that high. It's really that high. Mm. Um, and I think it's something that I really like to not that I talk about, but I think that it should just be open. Sure. You know, it should, be, be, it should sure. be out there because I think the more that we talk about it, the more awareness there is, and then there's no more shame or guilt or victimization around it because I think that's what happens and that, that's what causes more trauma and more triggering and more hiding behind a face or a person or a substance or a compulsion, right? And so, you know, for many years I was working through that trauma, right? And um, I was in a relationship um, that I was loveless um, and I, I, I'll admit I, in, I entered that relationship knowing, you know, that and I just went with it because it felt safe mm. because yeah. it was better to like feel too much because I was afraid they would violate me in some form of way because of that initial trauma that sure. was there um, than to really feel love, mm. right? Um, and so that led me f six years in that whirlwind of non yeah six years of in that relationship of going back and forth in that relationship of not truly loving um and being comfortable with just being with the comfortable but then i just got to a point where i was like what am i doing like there's got to be more to this there's got to be more to life i can't just be comfortable and i can't just be settling 
Um, and I know that there is a passion and there's a love in me that I need to share and I need to project out there, yeah. right? Which leads me to come back to Tulum, right? So it was my best friend's uh, 40th birthday. And she's like, another all-inclusive resort. Mm -hmm. So we come back to the all-inclusive resort, which I hate. And um, I leave within four days. I can't take it anymore. So I'm like, I ask my higher power and I'm like, where do I need to be? Where's my next step? I'm lost right now. I'm in this place of not knowing what I want within myself, within my love, within my next career. I know I want to be in Mexico, but I don't, don't know how to be here, yeah. right? And, um, and honestly, Waya Camp was the first thing that popped up hmm. when I Googled, like when I went into booking was the first thing. And I saw it and I was like, oh my God, this is super cute. This is exactly what I was looking for, <laughs> right? And then I was like, of course, as, as women are, as we are, I shouldn't say just women, but as I am, I should say, I keep on going back and forth, back and forth through all of the ones. And then it just keep, it kept on popping up. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, universe, I hear you. <laughs> this is the one that I need to stay in. Yeah. So I immediately book. I end up um, emailing Lalo because I was actually in search of a... I really wanted to learn how to do um, the cacao ceremonies, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So I came here in search of that, in search of like looking for like some cacao ceremonies, and of course, the universe Antelope always has a bigger plan for you, right? Yeah. So I come, and I immediately get, um, you know, introduced to Lalo, and we just have this amazing connection, and we end up talking for hours and hours and hours, and. Um, you know, we just really connected that last year. Um, and so we just stayed in contact. You know, we had a, a quick, like, uh, interaction, really. Sure. You know, good 72-hour hour connection. Um, we kissed a little bit at the end, right? <laughs> He's like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. just, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, a you know, but... It was just a, um, a very brief but it, meaningful interaction. Exactly. I, that's how I would describe exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, a year passes. Um, I end up breaking up with my boyfriend at the yeah. time. And I'm like, I, I need, I'm done. Mm. I can't do this anymore. Sure. And I was like, already had already been planning on coming to Mexico. And I was like, okay, I'm going to plan for three years. Right, I'm gonna plan to move to Mexico in three years, and I was already making those plans, already like looking at networks and already contacting my networks, contacted my networks here in Tulum. Yeah. Was like, okay, I'm gonna come back to Tulum in February. I'm gonna work with the midwives and study under them, and because I'm also a doula, mm. so you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna learn their methods and learn like Mayan ancestry, which is like my heart and soul. Yeah. Um. So, I come back for that. And I also contacted Lalo again, and I said, "Hey, I'm gonna be here for a few for a few weeks. Let's connect and let's hang out. Like, yeah. I'll, I want to stay here at Hawaii yeah. while I'm here." And of course, you know, he picks me up from the airport, and literally, the history is kind of that's it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> now we're here today, uh, nine months later, with a wellness center, and um, you know, we just continue to build and work every day to create what 
what this is, you know. And 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 in a path of personal growth, you Absolutely. know, through through others, allowing in in in, in at, at least for me anyway, it's it's about today. It's not about accomplishment. It's about fulfillment. Mm -hmm. It's about who I am and what makes me feel. You know what what makes me feel serene and 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 buoyant and and you know loved and yeah. it's it it definitely has to do with personal decisions no doubt unquestionably yeah. but it also goes through a deeper feeling in 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 hearing your calling, your true nature, who am I, without denying it, without breaking the constraints of social uh, concepts, you know, that we're encrusted, encrusted or, or, or set up on, upon me, you know. Um, I didn't know, I didn't know how to go about it. Now that I'm here, I, it, it, it makes a lot of, a, lot of a, a hell of a lot more sense. Yeah. You know, it's just about who I am and what makes me happy and what, and the people surrounding me. You know, when, when, when I first got here, I started, I've never heard about wellness or healing or anything, never, never. I was a very religious person, but not a spiritual person, which is a big difference. Now I get it. And some really, strange people started get coming in. I would call them that mm -hmm. because, you know, they would talk about things that I, for me, they were <laughs> meaningless, way, way far different from from what I've known that, that far. Sure. And then I started speaking with them and interacting with them and, and getting acquainted with a new concept, a new way of being, you know, of going about life. You know, my inner self you know the the, the expand the, the expansion of my life through my personal soul you know through my heart gloria has been an incredible teacher in that journey mm -hmm. um you know from the minute from the moment i met her i i you know we connected because i it's turned out to be a fascinating area in my life you know knowing about uh how to be uh, a better human being you know how to be how to how to grow through helping others mm -hmm. you know achieving that creating a beautiful space where people can feel comfortable and where people can feel happy and 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 let letting go at least for a few days yeah. letting go of their uh, burdens you know mm -hmm. and and now we you know we started talking about making it formal and, and helping people mm. and that's how the the spiritual wellness idea came to be because yeah. she said well you know there is many ways to go about it yeah. we we should formalize it we should set up a, a a little uh piece of, of of space where we can start building something exclusively for that purpose you know mm -hmm. um it made sense from 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 every angle from a, as a business model as as a uh, as a service to our already happy guests mm -hmm. as as to the community because we do provide the yoga you know the temascal uh, on on a donation basis mm -hmm. because for me this is medicine yeah. and the medicine needs to be given yeah. 
you know, and, and shared. So um, it's been a fascinating journey. I'm, I'm so happy <laughs> that, you know, I'm here with Gloria working together on this beautiful uh, new project. Um, you know, we the, the the kids at the restaurant came and, and they had a beautiful idea on, on how to help people through nurturing them, you Get know, food. And, and the mm -hmm. food is amazing. It's supernatural and super healthy. And and, and it's uh, this concept called trophology that I didn't know, which is about mixing the right ingredients in a dish for your better um, uh, benefit. Mm you know not overlapping protein with protein but rather making it very balanced so you can get the best out of it and so they get the are highest nutrition to get the highest possible uh nutrition benefit from it i, I can see that i haven't i haven't heard of that concept but mm -hmm. now you got me truly intrigued like yes it makes a lot of sense yeah. yeah it's really really good needless to say their success from the get-go they have been at it for four months now after the pandemic hit us yeah. and you know we, we had a, uh, an operation, uh, an in-house operation, which collapsed with the, with the uh, uh, coming of the pandemic. Uh, then we started thinking, okay, we, gotta, we have to restart that project. We started talking to Liquido and Solido, which are incredible young kids from San Luis Potosi, Mexico, both of them Mexicans, they're a couple and they're super hard workers and super committed to their concept and to what they want and and they are very very driven about it and you know it's combining beautifully they came up with this beautiful concept marketing concept if you would of uh the healing collection where mm -hmm. waya camp liquido yeah. and spiritual wellness mm -hmm serve as an umbrella for people coming here and healing themselves or yeah. being providing the proper environment atmosphere mm -hmm. space for 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 being at ease and being comfortable and and, and hopefully uh, starting the journey or, or furthering the, the journey of, of healing you know yeah. yeah so in in coming full circle with this it's Coming to Tulum, it's more, there's so many layers of spirituality, more so than I ever imagined yes. uh, any other place that I've been to. I've heard of so much more than I've actually seen, the feeling, the different energies, and also experiencing everything from dress codes to crystals to dream catchers <laughs> to yoga. The Yeah, the Tuluminatis. <laughs> Can't forget about them. How would you describe the Tuluminatis? Lalo. <laughs> well, it's it's the it's this yeah. uh, it's this crowd that um, lives here or comes for a, a season here, and uh, um, there is many local Tuluminatis or wannabe Tuluminatis because the true Tuluminati comes from the outside and and they dress the part and they eat the part and they. Crowd yoga the part and they are barefooted and they they're levitating and and they do power plants and they are in the in, in the spiritual journey um, for a season mm. or for a week mm -hmm. or for a short brief moment here yeah. and then they go back home and get right back at it uh, yeah. you know uh, choking each other for another million dollars yeah. you know it's yeah. it's it, it um, 
I mean, it's not to pass. Well, I guess I am passing judgment. We're clearly. Uh, <laughs> it's just something so foreign to us, you know. It, uh, spirituality is a, it's a way of life. It's not a vacation. It's not a decision. I now I get it. I didn't get it for a long time, but now I get it. I can be spiritual anywhere because it's mine. It's me. I can be in my center, you know, with the Creator, with the universe, whatever you want to believe and, and feel, and yourself. I don't need people, places, or things to to dictate who I am. And I think at the end of the day, you know, just like we're all just trying to find ourselves. We're all just trying to grow. And we're all just trying to find yes. different ways, right. different ways to heal. And I think a lot of the times they can get lost in these different ways of healing and they try to tap them and layer them and layer them and layer them. And they want these outside sources to do the healing versus actually taking the time to go inwards and do the healing for the, on, on themselves. And I think that's where we're seeing that version of two Illuminati is, or yes. I think that's what we're talking yes, about, sure. where they're looking for outside sources instead of looking on the inside and taking that time because yes. it does take time. It takes years. It's not just a week, week long thing. It's not just a, a weekend thing. You know, it, it, like Lalo said, it's a lifetime of, of growth and it's a lifetime of healing and you know consistency consistency <laughs> yeah sure. and, I, and I faced that too this week of not not doing the rituals that I usually do doing the gratitude doing the affirmations um, even for every meal doing gratitude and, and really feeling and setting in an intention and feeling deep gratitude for the animal that gave its life or feeling gratitude for the farmers um, mm. and the soil and everything that went into uh, and, 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 and absorbing the nutrition from that and and I'm, I think that's so powerful what you speak to and I've gone into myself we always want the quick fix we always want how do I get to my end destination with the least resistance in the quickest way and sometimes you miss I mean it's it's that classic saying it's not about the destination it's the journey and I think that's where the Temascal comes in right yeah. I mean I think that's where why it's so important or, or why it's so powerful yeah. right when you enter into mother earth's womb you're you're letting go of who you think you are right you're letting go of that ego self you're letting go of the masks that you are and you're entering into your true self your your egoless self and you're coming into a community and you're creating oneness and you're creating uh, likeness of, of like-minded right yep. um, and for those that don't know what a Temascal is it's a 5,000 year old or more uh, Mesoamerican tradition that goes from Alaska all the way down to Peru correct, correct? and um, it's these traditions have been passed down over centuries right um, the Temascal is like a Native American uh, sweat lodge and so the importance of it is, is huge. You know, these Native Americans would go inside as well as our indigenous, our Mayan indigenous and Aztec indigenous would go inside of these sweat lodges to um, have political meetings, have births, um, have their medicine, their detoxification, their purifications. Every, if you go to any Mayan temple, you will always find a Temascal right before uh, the big temple and why because if you're going to go see a king or a queen you need to purify yourself before you are even seen right so 
the, they would always have these small little temascals so that the person who's visiting from the outside detoxifies, cleanses themselves, almost like a sanitizing sure. way, in yes. a way, right? I mean, because um, yeah. <laughs> it not only cleanses you, you know, physically, but I mean, it cleanses all eight auric fields. It, it's, it's getting on all energy fields, on all spiritual fields, on all mental and physical. Right, mind, body. It is, and spirit. and spirit, absolutely. absolutely. It is, it is. And it's a way of life, like I said, you know. Um, you know, we're very, very, very grateful and, and, and lucky, truly, to have our Temascal guide, our Temascalero, as we call him, uh, Jaime. Jaime is a, an extraordinary character. He's been a great addition to, to our team. Uh, he's. He's a true guide. He's mm. he's he's a he's an inspire, inspiring personality. You know he 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 predicts by example. You know he 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 he, he leads by example. Yeah. He he tells us all these beautiful manifestations of you know, but as he because he, for instance, he does not like the term shaman. Mm -hmm. Which is because when you know you're dealing with a good shaman. Yeah. Because he doesn't <laughs> like the label. You know, he doesn't like that level of responsibility. He says, my journey is not there yet. I'm not there. I, whatever that is, I'm not there yet. Hmm. I'm here and I'm the messenger. And you are to heal yourself. And all I do is be... The conduit. The conduit to, mm -hmm. to, to that journey, you know. And he lives by it. And, you know, he we go often during the beach to see the sunrise and play the drums and 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 prayer and sing and and you know and connect with the pachamama you know connect with the universe connect with one another and those exercises are beautiful you know and and sometimes when he sees me struggling here with the burdens of everyday life because that's what they are they're just little stones in my journey they're not troubles they're just you know the little challenges that life presents and he sees me and he says well don't get attached to them just let them go you know they're they will to pass so um you know it's it's a great addition to our team uh he's he he's the true thing you know he's 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 legit and he again teaches us every day yeah. that he is by example yeah. and i think no. that's what i was you know i think that what was really important for me in in, in creating this this espiritu wellness was to have that authenticity to have that um lineage you know i think we talked about that yesterday and how important that was for me to keeping the cultures alive keeping the lineages alive and honoring them truly honoring them yes. because i think what happens even with yoga i see it i mean see it all the time with yoga where it's just been so distorted and it's turned into this workout and you're not really learning the philosophy you're not learning the history you're not learning the vedas you're not learning the pranayama you're just going in for a quick workout to get a sweat in but it's not truly what yoga was meant to be and so for me creating this wellness with lalo was uh, that mission to create that and maintain those traditions alive and create those lineages and, and hold fast to those, like hold them, you know, so that we can nurture them and help them grow. And that truly comes through 
Um, and I had a... There are ceremonies that you can go into, and, and I've been part of them too, where you feel... I've realized that in any line, and even in a spiritual community, you can talk, and you can learn to talk, and then you can talk it, but there doesn't always, there's not always substance behind it. <laughs> and and uh, that really became so clear in the Temescal yesterday, um, when you spoke spoke to the, how do you how do you say the tame Temescalas Temescalero Temescalero how he really he was pushing away like hey I'm just a messenger like I'm here to just you are going to receive the healing I'm just here to help facilitate whatever needs to happen and when that happens instead of when you can even I I've sensed it too here with the Tuluminatis and every, other spiritual people. They come here with the spiritual ego. Like it comes That's here, you, you're here mm -hmm. to show something, and there's still a hierarchy within spiritual people as well. Oh, absolutely, and, and egoism. Been, yeah. yeah, I've been exposed to that more so, and I think that is so incredibly special. What you're creating here, it doesn't. That's not the feel. That's absolutely not the feel. And and my wife and I we were talking about that yesterday too, and how that really comes through, and how you can sense that, and and how even on Instagram or on social media or different communities, there's a very much of a feel that you're trying to put out there and often associated with that can be at times, even though th there is a lot of spiritual healing and healing overall with plant medicine, but sometimes it gets used and portrayed in such a way that this is the cool thing to do and you need to do it in order to get to where you need to in the quickest way. And But they're so, because it's uncomfortable in many other ways. And, and how do you really go within? Because the biggest thing is, one of my, my deeper realizations is stop depending and asking questions mm. on other people. Like, don't depend on other people to tell you what the answers yes. are. You have the answers within yourself. You need yes. quiet and like Rumi said, listen to the voice that doesn't use words. Be more stop using silence, your yeah. brain and start using your heart. Yeah. Thank you Thank so you. much Thank you, for Sebastian. coming it's been and wonderful. joining. I think... Wow, even hearing, sensing, I've sensed this before, but hearing you put this into words and hearing your journeys uh, makes it even more special. So thank you for you, what you bring to this world yeah. and, and the work you're doing. Um, it's showing for everyone here and the healing you're doing for yourself is healing the people that come here to as guests. So I trust that we're here for a reason and we took part of this healing for a reason. So thank you for sharing that healing. On the contrary, thank you. Thank you so much for, for being you, here with you. us and sharing with us your beautiful family and, and your beautiful spirit and and this wonderful way to communicate and tell others, you know, a little bit of a, a different way of life, you know, of, of not being afraid of taking decisions and actions and, and, and living with the consequence because they're good, mm. they're mine. Yeah and they will take me to where I should be going. And truly trusting in your higher power and whatever that may be for you, right? Like whether it's your own self, your own self-love, your, your, you know, it doesn't have to be a higher source. It can just trusting something yeah. and having faith in that and just moving, even if it's just an inch, it's just an inch, right? Or just for that moment, just for that second, moving forward, chipping off just a little bit at a time. Right? That's how you do it. It's not it's not just like jump. I mean, yeah, you can totally jump, but I think there's a lot of 
little mini steps that you do so that you do feel comfortable in jumping, right? Thank you again. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much. You. Lalo and Gloria run a phenomenal resort retreat. I mean, just a place that you go and get rejuvenated and I mean, it lifts you up. So if you want to connect with them, find the information in the show notes to Hawaii Camp, to Lalo and Gloria. And please, if you haven't done so, if you feel inclined, if you feel like this show helped you, please hit subscribe, like. This helps us spread the message to more people as it is a healing message. And this is a good deed of the day. If you're on Apple, take five seconds, please. Scroll down, hit five stars, and that is amazing. So thank you for doing that. This helps us. And if you haven't checked out the CrossFit programs, Methodical CrossFit, Gymnastics CrossFit, find them at safina.io or safinastrength.com for 15% off your first month. Safina, all caps, 15 and I'll be right there, guiding you, coaching you through these programs. Enjoy. Have an amazing day. Send you much love.